0: welcome to the destiny awakening interviews a podcast with andrew wayfinder and his guests bringing you powerful insights inspiration and ways to break free live life your way and make a difference in our changing and
1: challenging world so hello everyone and a very warm welcome to another edition of the destiny awakening interviews i'm andrew wayfinder runievich and i'm joined today by sherry yellen director, entrepreneur, consultant, and author. And a very warm welcome to you, Sherry. And where are you hanging out today?
0: I live outside of Dallas, Texas. So if you pick up a hint of an accent um, that sounds like a Texas accent, I'm a native Texan. And It is a beautiful sunny day here.
1: That reminds me that there's, the, what's the old country Western song? All my exes live in Texas. That's why I lay <laughs> my hat in Tennessee. <laughs> A few of those, so yes. <laughs> uh, they'll get me started on on, on country western lines. Um, so, Dr. Sherry Yellen is the founder of Sherry Yellen. That's with two R's and two Y's. com. For more than twenty years, Sherry has worked with leaders with a, a variety of industries, public and private, domestic and international, including NASA, Texas Instruments, the U.S. Navy, AT and T, PepsiCo, and many more. Sherry combines her command of brain-based learning with her experience as a director, an entrepreneur, and a consultant to help leaders get, quote, immediate and extraordinary results. Her clients describe the results she gets as life-changing, industry-leading, pivotal, and transformational in helping them to surpass all their previous performance and expectations. Creator of the Cranium Framework and the LEAD Leadership Program, Shelly is also the author of Unforgettable Leadership, Seven Principles for Leading, Learning, and Living. So thank you, Sherry, for your time today. Uh, Thank you. And our title today is How the Brain Learns Best. And Sherry's going to unpack that idea by answering six questions. So the first question, Sherry, who is your ideal client and what's the transformation your work helps them achieve?
0: Well, our ideal clients it's really maybe twofold, if you will. We we work with organizations. We typically come in through organizations, but we also work some with individuals. But I would say the one thing that they all have in common is they must be what they're being called to be. In other words, when I think about all the people that we have the, the a real honor to work with is that they have a calling that's greater than themselves. They, there's something within them that's calling them forward to really make a difference in the world. And many of them are called leaders. They will have titles of leaders or they're entrepreneurs, but they have a different mindset. They just show up to the world with this idea of responsibility and, and growth So essentially, I get to get up every single day and work with really high-performing people. It's the greatest job in the world. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. So what's 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 the challenge they're facing when they come to you, and and what's the you know what's the transformation you then accomplish for that challenge?
0: That's a great question. Usually, the challenge is they've gotten as far as they can on their own. And you know, it's like with all of us. So why many of us work with coaches, I definitely work with my coach every single week, we oftentimes can't see what we can't see. And really the transformation that we want to equip them with is for them to understand how their equipment works, because this three pound bad boy right here is the very thing that will stand between where we are, and even what we think is possible. And so we help we equip them with practical ways to better understand how their equipment works best uh, because our, our, mod, you know, our mantra, our motto, everything that we base what we do on is that when we understand and we can work with how the brain works best, we can get better results with less effort. And unfortunately, so many of the time, we're working actually against how the brain works best and creating all sorts of unnecessary struggle and costs.
1: It reminds me a couple of years ago, I was working on a a little presentation around brain and and the way it works and stuff. And I think the opening, I think the title, one of the working titles was, Your Brain is Not a Coaster.
0: (laughs) No, it is not. It can be a roller coaster, maybe, but it, it is not for sure. Yeah, you know, it's and it's just a fascinating field, and we're learning every single day. It, it's just it's fresh, and 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 I think the big the big takeaway for me and the clients I get to work with is it's so practical, and it doesn't have to be hard.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So that is a perfect segue into question number three, which is what's the number one insight you would share with someone right now to help them, I guess, with their brain or whatever else you think they need? Yeah,
0: Yeah, I think the number one insight is how much ability your brain has to change, to heal with the right intervention. Your brain can get better. You can bust through old beliefs. Uh, You can really achieve what may seem to you at the moment impossible. It is just absolutely astonishing what our brains are capable of. That would be one thing. But the other part of that, equally true, is your brain has severe limitations. So while it's this amazing complex piece of equipment that we don't fully understand, and we're trying to understand with our brains, obviously, it has severe limitations. And we need to learn how to work with that, not against it. So we're not creating, again, unnecessary struggle and costs that honestly can take generations sometimes to clean up the mess.
1: Okay, great. So question number four, What is there a concept book program, talk, or experience that has been, you know, that has made the greatest impact in your development?
0: For sure. The first that comes to my mind is actually a conversation. So I wanted to be a college English teacher until I became a college English teacher and realized I did not want to grade five paragraph essays for the rest of my life. And I took a job by chance. Uh, Someone that I had worked with previously was starting a workplace education program at a manufacturing company. And there was a conversation that happened that literally changed my life forever. And one of the manufacturing employees came into my office one morning, shared with me that she couldn't read. And um, there were all sorts of changes going on in her life. And I started working with her and word got out and our group of two became a larger group and then it spun off into many different groups. And because she came into my life that day, I became absolutely fascinated with one question, how does the brain learn? Because if I knew the secret to that, I could help her faster. And that sent me on a completely different trajectory in my career, my profession, my life's passion, all because of a single serendipitous conversation. So that's the first thing that comes to my mind mm-hmm. um, and paying attention to those moments, you know, with, that's showing up to really redirect potentially your whole life. But the second that comes to my mind is the first time I heard Dr. Daniel Amen, A-M-E-N, Dr. Daniel Amen speak. Um, And it was in California and it was many years ago and him standing in our group talking to us about how you can observe the brain while its owner is still alive.
1: Yeah. He's the brain scan guy, right?
0: He is. And it's, it is phenomenal when you can actually look at the brain again, while it's functioning, not after the fact. And we can recognize that with the right intervention, your brain gets better with the wrong intervention or with no intervention, it can really get worse. But that was, that was just uh, one of those, again, after I had started studying this and I felt like I wasn't really getting anywhere. And then to hear him speak about his, the brain scan work that he does and observing the brain. And what's so cool is that decade from 1990 to 2000 is now called the decade of the brain because we were learning so much so fast. So I feel really honored that I sort of got a front row seat to a lot of those discoveries that were being made.
1: Oh, so question number five, what, what free resource would you like to share with the audience that would help them?
0: So I do have a resource. If you just go to sherryyellen.com forward slash lead uh, and it, It breaks down the principles of our cranial methodology. And our cranial methodology is essentially the seven principles of how your brain learns best. Uh, And that's what we use when we're working with organizations, when we're working with individual leaders, when we're working with entrepreneurs to help them design their learning programs as well. That is really the foundation for all the work that we do. And it's all available at sherryellen.com forward slash lead.
1: Okay, and we'll put that in the show notes as well. So we're at question number six, Sherry, what should I have asked you that I didn't?
0: I love that question, by the way. Um, gosh, what should you have asked me that you didn't? Maybe the one thing that causes the greatest interference with our brain being its best. And so here's the short answer to that. And that is threat. Threat is, as John Medina, who wrote the book, Brain Rules, another wonderful book, says, threat is as crippling to the brain as arthritis is to the body. And I think that's so important, especially with the year that we've had, and really paying attention to ourselves and those around us, in a, in a, you know, at a, at a higher level in so many ways because our brains have been under threat uh, at a whole other elevated level of threat for a long period of time. And the number one thing that we find in our work that causes the greatest amount of threat is uncertainty, confusion. Mm -hmm. Your brain seeks clarity. And so when you, you live in an extended period of time where there isn't a lot of clarity, where there is a lot of uncertainty, And perhaps if you don't have haven't worked to to build a tolerance for that threat can seem overwhelming. And so I think it's just super important that we are taking care of ourselves at a higher level, which one of the reasons why I love the work that you do. It's phenomenal. Uh, And another reason why I think we've really got to rise above and, and pay attention to those around us. And what maybe kind of additional support that they may need, because it, it really is that devastating.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I, I, I can definitely echo that. I mean, from the standpoint of I do a lot of work with trauma, uh, yes. you know, and, and, and we're, starting, level. we're starting to really understand, as you said, the impact trauma has on, you know, neurological development and all the systems in the brain. And it just, it ripples out and touches so many aspects of our lives. And yes. I think, you know, like so many other things, it, it's, it's been so underdiagnosed or under, you know, misunderstood for so long, but so that's, that's a really great thing to finish on. Terry, thank you so mm-hmm. much for your time tonight.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for having me and um, keep doing the great work that you're doing. I'm i I'm a big fan. So it's, Thanks for listening to the Destiny Awakening interviews. If you have a friend who would benefit, please share. And subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a review. We really appreciate it. And remember, always use your power for good.